folks, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host. I'm your Brains Coach. And it is my job here to bring to you all the brain body tools from all the different branches of sciences. So you optimize your brain so it gives it, so it gives you its full capacity. So you have the best tools to feel, look, and do your absolute best. Folks, forgive me if I'm not talking a lot about uh, Easter traditions. I think it's Good Friday in a lot of countries of the Western world, not in a lot of other branches of Christianity or other parts of the world. So, folks, if you're making today a case of um, eating chocolate eggs because it's Easter time, realize that that time is actually only in very few parts of the world. In Eastern Europe and Orthodox Christianity, we eat real eggs that we color. We have egg fights, and then it's not even this actually week anyhow. But so we eat something that is better for the brain, uh, luckily. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan of chocolate, but not the kind of chocolate that they put in um, Easter eggs. Uh, there is very little that resembles real chocolate. Anyhow, folks, just realize if you, um, like we all humans do, sometimes make excuses or cases for certain things because, well, everybody does it. Well, not everybody, just the everybody that you are surrounded with. And when you travel, you start to understand how all of it is relevant. It is actually your choice what to do and what your um, ideal life actually looks like and what you got to do for it. But that's kind of um, a side way from our topic today that you wanted to learn about. And it is about those three mistakes that you might be doing as a high performer in your workflow that actually steals quite a lot of your brain power. And that might be the reason why you do not have additional 90 minutes, additional couple of hours of cognitive work that you could be putting into your side gig, into studying, or perhaps just putting your mind to spending quality time with family and friends. You might be stealing your own brain's capacities by simply not working correctly, not doing your best to minimize the energy waste of your nervous system and your brain. And here is how folks. So I also had this problem that I needed to have more uh, studies done, more work on my business. I needed to put in more effort into what I was doing to grow business, to grow myself as a person, to, to move to the next step. And it's still the case, but I'm so happy I learned the tools. So now I can actually do that without burnout and feeling totally exhausted. Now I needed these tools. And over the course of actually past year, I finally learned and started practicing these tools and it's helping me immensely. Now from, you know, don't to dusk, I can actually put in the work and I don't feel burning out and exhausted. And I just need very few hours to rest and take care of things to keep going. And if you are in the same situation, you might need to do more studying. Maybe somebody you know 
needs to study more, to work more, or take on more responsibilities, and they feel or they look like they're burning out, help them. Give them these tools. Share this podcast with them, folks. So let's get to those tools that I also had to learn and that helped me and is helping me immensely to get more work done to study and also not burn out, not feeling exhausted, not fatigued, and keep going and keep enjoying my life, making progress. Um, and usually if we want to create a bigger progress, folks, we need to put in more. That's just no matter how much artificial intelligence can, can help you, you will still need to do the hard work one way or the other. You know, artificial intelligence is amazing, but it will not put knowledge and experience in your head. You had to get out there, do the work and get that. Artificial intelligence, it can help you to, it, it will give you the answers, you know, do some job for you. But to actually get good at your craft, you need to work on your craft. And that is truth that probably will never change unless Elon Musk finally figure out, figures out how to put computer in our head and changes instantaneously. But that's probably not going to happen for a while. So folks, learn the tools, do more, do better, work smarter, harder is not enough. That's my favorite phrase now. And let's get to it. So tool number one, mistake number one you're doing that is stealing your brains, your nervous system energy. And that's how you end up exhausted earlier than you could have. So phone, if your phone is nearby when you work by your computer and you still have not developed the habit of putting it away, having some storage, some um, in some other room preferably, or at least somewhere close where you don't see that is far from you, that you that you even forget that it exists. That's where your phone should be. Studies in University of, Ch- of Chicago showed that this brain drain effect, as they called it, when your phone is near you on your desk, even with notifications of screen down. It you, it's taking you more time and more cognitive effort. You perform on the same cognitive tasks worse compared to if your phone is away somewhere in like a bag, but it's still nearby. You're aware of it. You can grab it. Or if it's in the completely another room, some other place, uh, again, it's out of mind, out of sight, somewhere far away from you, maybe in your car again, in some other room, maybe storage in your office, somewhere not by you. So in that case, you perform on cognitive tasks significantly better. And in the University of Chicago, they did the study, you can Google brain drain effect of your smartphone. And people, again, whose phone was closer performed worse. Uh, People whose phone was out of sight, but still somewhere nearby were in the middle. And then people who put their phone completely away out of sight, somewhere in the other room, uh, that group of people performed the best, folks. So don't become a victim of brain drain effect of your phone. Is it really worth it, folks? So schedule stuff and put your phone away. Sip of water. The brain needs hydration. Don't forget that, folks. But that is not the second mistake you're making that produces the 
brain draining effect, not just the phone, but uh, there are other things that you, that a lot of people from my experience are doing. I was one of those people once that are producing this brain drain effect in your life and work right now that does not allow you to grow to the next level. Task switching. By task switching, I mean anything that takes your attention away from the main task you are doing. Or just you are in this mode when you are, okay, I'm working on this presentation, I need to check my email, I need to check my social media, for whichever reason, I need to check my, I don't know, Slack or Discord, or, oh, I came up with this another idea and I need to check it out right now, but I need to do a little bit of research. Here is the best practice. Do one thing at a time. Batch things like email and communication. Let other people know when to communicate with you and how. And do the deep work. At least at least couple of cycles, brain cycles, those 90-minute cycles per day. You need to dedicate to deep work. And if you study, folks, you can study twice, three times, sometimes four or five times more if you just don't interrupt yourself. If you set the timer, let's say even if it's 30 minutes, but set the timer, become unavailable to the outside world, let the people know around you you're unavailable, and just do the reading, do the studying without checking anything. You see, every time you switch tasks, and that's I learned from Friederike Fabrizius that just reminded me of that, your brain spends additional energy and other resources to switch the task, put your focus somewhere else, and then do the task, and then again switch and put your focus back. So you spend energy, additional energy, and other resources on that activity. Now, it's tiny, but if you do it all the time, it becomes a huge issue. Not only that, to get to the same level of insight and depth and depth of work, Researchers evaluate it and they say it's about another 15 minutes for you to get back to the same level and quality of work. And if you interrupt yourself every five minutes, you never actually get to any deep work that you are capable of. And that, I think, is the saddest part because that can bring to you more income, more uh, opportunities for business, more brilliant ideas, solutions, and you just will never get to them working harder and harder and harder and not um, still making the breakthrough if you're constantly switching your attention between things. Plus, Friederike Fabrizius, uh, she is a neuroscientist from Germany. She uh, came up with a book. Actually, I think it was her either third or, yeah, probably second or third book, Brain-Friendly Workplace. So she brought up this statistic in the book that people who interrupt themselves, who multitask, do on average 50% more mistakes, and it's taken them 50% on average, more time to accomplish the same task. And of course, we never know what kind of quality you are losing when you are multitasking, right? So multi, don't multitask, figure it out, folks, in any job, almost any job, like 99% of the people who I worked with, who I talked to, who said they were unable to unitask because they needed to respond to people. When we actually talked about why they said 
I need to talk to more people, you know, I need to collaborate. It was actually pretty easy to organize the communication, to schedule it, giving them the time for deep work. They just never took the time for it. And that might be also the case for you. For most of you folks, it is the case that you just thinking too linearly or just think that it's oh, too much trouble. I need to talk to all of that people. But it will open up opportunities for your brilliant work. And again, it will save actually brain energy on this act of not multitasking. And at the end of the day, again, it can end up in two, three hours of additional cognitive power that you can dedicate to work, to things that matter, to family, to your other priorities, right? So this is mistake number two, folks. Do not multitask. It is bad habit for your brain. It's more energy, it's wasted insights, it's wasted talent, and a lot more in your life, probably. Another sip of water, folks. And let's get to mistake number three. And that is about not taking proper breaks. Or not taking breaks at all, and then just caffeinating yourself and collapsing. The thing about brain, it's it's a machine, but it's kind of a different machine. It's not your computer. It's a biological machine that works in cycles and needs to restore its resources before it's ready to go again. And if you push it too hard, just like the body of an athlete, if you push it too hard without recovery, it's going to take a hell of a lot more to recover and you're still going to feel more exhausted and burned out. So when you schedule appropriate rests, period, the kind of rest that actually restore your brain and your nervous system, you're not only most probably going to spend less time on wasteless or wasteful activities like social media, you uh, will not just use your time more effectively, but also you actually will add up working time to your day, or again, time that you can spend enjoying your life, not feeling exhausted and tired and ending up in front of your TV with Netflix and food, feeling like this is the only thing you're capable of doing, right? That can be prevented with more energy, more enthusiasm for life when you schedule proper proper uh, breaks, on proper schedule, and you allow your brain to restore and recover as you go throughout your day. So what are those breaks? Well, first of all, social media is not a break. It's keep, uh, it keeps your brain engaging, keep, uh, keeps your dopamine uh, firing, keeps your dopamine system the one that making that's giving you energy for action. Um, it's wasting, it's exhausting that dopamine system as well. It keeps your mind in that focused state because you stare, you literally stare at a very narrow space that kind of like a signal for your brain to stay focused. Instead, you need to allow your brain to disconnect from anything, from uh, email, from your computer, from your social media, that again, not restorative activities. And then one of the best ways to restore and recover, and you can do it lying down ideally, but you can also do it sitting like, you know, in a relaxed state in some uh, chair or um, some sofa, and you can do yoga nidra. The link to yoga nidra I will put in the show notes. It's on YouTube, 10-minute protocol. It's basically body scan. You just sit down, 
comfortably or even better lay down if the you know environment allows and for 10 minutes you do what the guide on this video you can also you know get the audio from youtube um you know using free online services for 10 minutes you just put it in your ears <clears throat> and you relax and you do the body scan as the guide uh, on the video tells you and it actually, uh, Andy Huberman, uh, our favorite uh, Stanford neuroscientist, tells us that in studies it showed that restores your dopamine, the one that um, gives you energy to act, the, main, the one that keeps you focused, the one that keeps you energized for life. So it actually restores the dopamine that you spend while working, and it helps you to also de-stress and helps your nervous system to recover in other ways. And... Um, Basically, what happens, you then can uh, even, might even, although um, I don't know how, I don't think it was measured, you might need less sleep and your brain will work better. And you, again, will have those additional hours that you can spend on work, on studying, on your creative projects, or simply on spending active time with your family, friends, with your social life, etc. Again, back to the idea that it's all about giving yourself more time, energy, brain power to accomplish more of the things that matter, to accomplish them better, and to even have more brain power and enthusiasm for life and energy and uh, free time for your life to enjoy. Uh, whatever you choose to do with that, some amazing hobbies like, I don't know, skydiving or kite surfing, I don't know, I always think about flying, or just spend time, I don't know, socializing, networking, going bowling, doing something instead of sitting in front of Netflix that actually not that restorative and makes you depressed after a while, feeling like you're missing out on all the things in life. And again, not even that restorative, not great for recovery. So Yoga Nidra is going to be linked in the show notes. And other ways to recover is spending time in nature, um, Parks are perfect for that. Or just staring in the sky. I read this another research, uh, I believe done by a Harvard um, scientist. So when you actually look into the sky, first of all, that allows you your brain to defocus when you look into the horizon or, you know, big perspective, and then changes your brain state, your brain uh, waves, uh, like alpha waves, better waves, you know, uh, better waves. Um, it helps your brain to, again, defocus to start recovering, restoring some of those neurotransmitters. So staring into the sky, also doing breath work also helps. But it seems that yoga nidra is one of those um, more effective protocols. I personally do it two times per day, and it it's definitely also helping me after every time I finish my yoga nidra, I feel now I can go on for another like 90 minutes, two hours, no matter how late in my day it is. So that is pretty cool, I think. And it's totally canceled my midday slump. Um, midday crash, you know, that a lot of people are having. And because of that, people have coffee and then they don't sleep well, etc. So there are three mistakes, folks, that a lot of you, according to my experience, according to experts' data, 
might be doing that is stealing your time, that is fatiguing you, burning you out prematurely, doesn't allow you to recover so you can work on the next levels in your life and also to enjoy life. So three mistakes, brain drain effect of your phone, don't put it close to you, put it in some other room. Number two, task switching. And by task switching, again, we mean anything that takes your attention from one thing you're doing to another. It doesn't matter how fast that other thing is, it's still multitasking. So it actually is eating up that additional energy. And number three, the mistake that a lot, a lot of you are doing, especially a lot of you folks who call themselves high performers. You don't like taking breaks. I know that from personal experience, but you need to take those breaks if you actually want to create more time for the work work you care about so much. So folks, three mistakes. Don't make them. Number one. Number two, amazing news. Next Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Central European time. I'm doing a workshop and I'm getting a lot, a lot of people, uh, you know, asking uh, all my different partners to bring their crowds to our Zoom room where we're going to be learning all these strategies and more. And I'm going to be giving uh, reports and bonus giveaways. And we're going to going through all of these protocols. You're going to have the ability to ask questions about what you just heard and how to do it, you know, in your Alive. So, 45 minute a workshop, and then we're going to have 15 minutes for QA. So, that's happening again uh, next Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern or 9 a.m. Pacific or 5 p.m. Central European time. The beauty of today's world is, you know, I can get all of my friends from all over the world to get together. So it's going to be amazing crowd, uh, mostly entrepreneurs who want to achieve a lot and they really don't want to be wasting their time and, and talent. So uh, next Friday, it's a work smarter a workshop. And again, the phrase is, they catch a phrase, work smarter, harder is not enough. Um, we're going to be going through all these protocols, Q&As, um, additional protocols, additional nutrition protocols and lifestyle protocols, morning routine. Um, how to focus really fast, what to do right before your work, like writing certain things down, looking at certain things, a lot of things going to be there. Uh, plus again, Q&A, plus bonus reports, plus uh, giveaways. So come to that workshop. The link, as you can guess, is in the show notes. And seats are limited just because these classes uh, are on Zoom and they have their own capacity, especially I'm planning to do Q&As. So I'm not going to be uh, allowing more than probably, I'm thinking more than 30 people. So folks, um, and there are already a lot of people who's going to be coming. Um, use that link, uh, book your place, uh, book your seat. Also, if you have other friends who want to deliver their best into the, this world, but might, might be burning out and fatiguing themselves and completely disregarding their house, so bring them to this workshop as well. Bring your teammates with who you need to build this amazing vision, folks. You all need this high 
performance neuroscience-based practices. So join us at a Work Smarter Workshop next Friday. The link is in the show notes. And don't forget to share, folks, this podcast and the workshop. And thank you again for tuning in. Thank you again for listening. If you are is if you are celebrating Easter, eat real eggs, not chocolate eggs. And thank you for your attention, folks. I'll talk to you very soon.